You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday, Bayside. Can you believe it? We're finally here. <laughs> well, we were here at the start of the week, too, so it's not like... No, not us physically being here. We're physically at Friday. We made it. Okay. <laughs> but I can't believe I'm still here either, to be honest. Why wouldn't you be here? No, it's, I am very excited. We have got an amazing show today. Always an amazing show, never a dull one. Absolutely not. Hey, I had to have a COVID test, my first one. Well, should you be here today? It was for work, so okay. it's fine. And I also got my result back, guys. But it was quite the experience, Bianco. I bet it was. So we'll be getting into that a little bit later. I really want to hear all the details. We're also going to be talking about what are the lessons that you've learned that now you feel like you need to help others to not make the same mistake. Because there's been a great one online. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Right. It involves two BFFs, mm-hmm. and um, it's pretty amazing. No, I haven't seen it, but I look forward to hearing about it. I want to talk about as well the best school trip you've gone on. The context Ooh. will be revealed a little bit later on. <laughs> what is that voice? I was just saying, it's going to be... Anyway, this is the Rubens to start. Thank you. I sort of hinted at this before. Mm-hmm. The best school camp you've ever been on, Ooh. or like school yep. sort of tour, exploration of different areas... As a child in high child. school or pre pre high school primary school, <laughs> I'll tell you why I brought this out because the teacher has been sanctioned, been suspended, and I think he may have even been fired. Oh no! No 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 no! Is this no. got something to do with the um, hut building exercise? Because I never understood. Oh that. no! Oh, did you have a hut building as well? Everybody did. You get your sticks and you have your wet weather gear on and then oh, you tip water on your no, hut was, and was, then you realise you had holes everywhere. I was thinking of a different hut building exercise. <laughs> we actually built huts like ones that got shipped over to a different country for people that needed them. Yeah, look, I didn't do that, no. No, oh, okay. Must have just been a my school kind of thing. I was never involved in that. It was a VCAL student. Oh! <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I was going to say, it's not very on brand for you. No. Although I did actually explore doing a vet course in building and construction at one point. Oh, wow. Yeah. And as I was going to actually start doing it, they cancelled funding for it. So, it was a sign. <laughs> it was a sign. <laughs> anyway, this teacher has been sacked because he was in charge of 17 to 18 year olds. That's a tough task as it is. I know, but it's not because he was in charge of them that he got sacked. Yeah. It was, he was going through a bit of a tough time in his personal life. So he was consuming some beverages while he was oh, hanging out. No. And because he was consuming these beverages, he encouraged his <gasps> students to join in on the fun. Now, just when you think that that alone is an action that a teacher should never do, mm-hmm. or never encourage their students to drink in front of them, in a school environment where you're supposed to be taking care of the kids under your care, it was because they decided to explore a place that, you know, adults generally go to when they've had a few too many in the adult entertainment world. Ooh. Yes. I'm talking a school tour group was taken by their teacher to a place that sometimes you go to after dark. I mean, not it's not for everybody. It might involve polls. That's not on the camp agenda. My goodness. And I'm not talking about, like, <laughs> recreational activities. I'm talking, yes. It's not, like, mind-building, skill-building. It's, yeah, very, as you can imagine... Confronting for some. Wow. For all, really, actually. I wouldn't encourage you to do something like that if you're a teacher. I'd be concerned if you said that you did encourage it. My goodness. I know. What the actual? Yes, exactly right. Wow. Okay. Well, no school camp story I have is going to match that. I went on a school camp once of a similar age. We didn't get up to any trouble. 
I, the most risque thing that happened on my school camp was on the last day. You know, when you'd have like the um, end of camp barbecue. Yeah. I was at Coonawarra, mm. great place in the world. And um, the, I, I can say the class clown that we had in our year level, um, went to bite into his snag and there was a bee and it stung him on the lips. <laughs> and the, the situation escalated pretty quickly. Well, I went on various different camps. I was at Jan Juck a few times. Bless you. Jan Juck. It's a place near Bells Beach in that same area. Okay. In Torquay. Yeah. Jan Juck. That's what it's called. I also (laughs) went down to Phillip Island. Oh, yeah. A few times. It was actually quite nice, Phillip Island. I enjoyed my time down there. Went fishing once. Fishing. Didn't catch anything. That was disappointing. I went to a place, and I don't know if it's still happening, but it's called Adenac. But it's Canada backwards. Excuse you? Adenac. Yes. Thank and they you. made it like Canadian activities, but no one knew except for the, the school I went to went to was, Camp Adenac. Was there any bric a brac involved? <laughs> We're going to a song. <laughs> I, I was just curious. I know that you like to rhyme things like that. Bric a brac, Adenac. Da, I don't know. <laughs> da! <laughs> Carl and Catherine with you for your day of all days being a Friday. Fry-yay, thank you. Okay. You know who isn't saying yay at the moment, though, Bianco? A lot of people. A lot of people, including this poor lady whose story has come out this week involving why she can't get a new job. So she's been working in a job for a while and she's been applying for other gigs and she never heard back from any of the companies that she applied for. Is she a serial whinger? No. What has happened? Oh, why doesn't anybody employ me? No. And when you get employed, it's like, rah, 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 rah. No, go No, this lady, (laughs) so she's been looking for a job change. And anyway, she was the only the other day being like, it's really weird. I've applied for all these jobs, have not heard back from a single one. Why? Didn't have a contact number on any of them? No, worse. It would appear, Bianco, that many moons ago, she forgot to return a copy of Sabrina the Teenage Witch from her local DVD shop and as a result has a theft charge on her name, on her criminal record and she had no idea. So every time a prospective employer has gone to look her up, they've been flagged immediately that she's stolen. Well, that's funny because I was put in handcuffs at an event once and escorted out go. of the stadium and I never received an infringement or any notes against my name. Notes on Mark. It's not as impressive of a story as you'd think, basically. <laughs> Jack and I hear it at least once my a week. My story, yeah. yeah. I know. It's not something to brag about. It was a one-off occasion. Yeah. Um, no, but Sabrina the Teenage Witch has come back to haunt her. Sabrina? Sabrina. Sa- oh. <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Really? Her name's not Sabina. Oh, okay. There is people out there called Sabina. Yeah, but so. not Sabrina the Teenage well, Witch. Well, come on, mate. I don't really like that name. Oh, sorry another to all one. the Sabrinas out there. Another one to add to the list. Why call your kid Sabrina? I mean, what goes through somebody's mind... When they go Um, and they choose names and they go, oh, Sabrina, that sounds like a great name. I don't want to be the one to, you know, light a match and set your childhood on fire. But you know Sabrina the Teenage Witch isn't real, yeah? Yeah, of course I know it's not real. So then why are we going down this rabbit hole? Because that name just irritates me. (laughs) Okay. Sabrina, no. Another one to add to the list of... (laughs) I I apologise. I've tapped into something that... (laughs) It's like, I didn't know it was you there. Know, you know what I think when I hear the name Sabrina? What? Astrology. It's like, it seems like a real... F- I don't know. If just a, because she has a cat named Salem, you don't say that. Look, if your name's Sabrina, just go and do yourself a favour. Get a new name, okay? No. It's the second time I've done this with names and it may involve a female name. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. He's not okay. I'm not okay. I just love the fact that even after all these years, I think this is a win for video shops. <laughs> because when you think about it, they don't exist anymore, but they're still making people's lives a living hell. Like, do you remember when you confused your three-dayer for your weekly and you'd return it and then they were like, it's over, June. You're like, what do you mean? Didn't look at the tag. Or the worst thing about video shops is remember when you'd go to like hire a DVD and all the like rentals would be behind one picture of the video, and you'd look, and they were all gone. 
Oh, the kids of these days, they never know the pain. They really don't. You're right, actually. They're, they're going to experience pains of different kinds over the years, but it won't involve... Like, oh, my gosh! <laughs> what? The world is changing, Catherine Powell. The world is an ever-changing place. I don't quite know right now if I'm liking the way the world's going direction-wise, but I'll work that out in another 10 years, I suppose. By then, I think I'll have a good grasp on life. Oh, good. Fingers crossed for all of our sake. I don't think I quite have that right now. Anyway, Bayside, 0404 736. What did you find out about yourself later in life? Because this lady <laughs> genuinely had no idea she had a criminal record. And um, I just think from now on, all of us really need to have a long, hard think about what rentals we've had. Have we returned them on time? Have you put your library books in the slot? Like, this is really important. Look, a bit like the name Sabrina. You can put that in the bin. If you really want to opt for a job, she could have just become a rubbish person. I mean, you know, it's a job. I'm just throwing it out there, you know. Hey, an Italian man for 15 years was paid by an employer and he hadn't worked a day of those 15 years. Yes. Oh, that is my dream come true. It worked out he had been paid in like around eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars over fifteen years. How does that happen? And apparently, he wasn't the only person employed at this place yeah. that had that did that. Wow. So there was this one boss that they had for a long time that sort of just let it fly under the radar, didn't check things that often. Yeah. Ticked it off, whatever, it was fine. And then the next boss came in, didn't really look at what the last boss had done. Oh, no, it's a chain reaction. And then eventually they had to do an audit of their expenses. And they were like trying to work out how long this had been going on for. 15 years. Could you imagine all the red on that Excel spreadsheet? But I just can't understand... How if you really look at your financials every year, you don't see that these people are being paid and you haven't you don't know who they are. Yeah. Like how 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 does that happen? But also more importantly, where do you go from there? Like there's not a rule book in oh hey, I accidentally paid several people for fifteen years when they didn't work. Like do you ask for the money back? Like what do you do? I think the moment's passed. That's crazy. They've been done for fraudulent activity, yeah. the people that yeah. actually didn't Absolutely. show up to work. Because they got this money for doing nothing for 15 years. Incredible. It wasn't... This was one man yeah. for 15 years, but other people had like, you know, maybe four or five years or sort of might do one day here and there. And I just I can't understand how you can operate like that. I think the real person sleeping in this story is the accountant. Yeah. How did they... You have one job. Mm-hmm. You have one job. How does that... How does one even... I don't know. Anyway, I'd love to know when you've maybe not done your job for a little while and still got paid to do it. <laughs> if someone genuinely has a story for that, please write a book on how you achieve this because my goodness. 404 That's the number you can text us on. I've never really done that before, I don't think. In we my work lifetime. hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. Well, I show up and that's a good start. You know, See? if... Showing up is the start of getting yep. paid for the employment that's that you it, have. That's it. Once you clock on, you're good. Yes. And then you do. Well, I mean, oh. I don't really have a clock on, clock See, off system. I do. And I always forget to clock off. And then when I clock in for my next day, if it's say I've had like my weekend, so I've got two days off, and it's like your shift has been going for 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the accountant says, Catherine, you've done it again. I'm like, I'm sorry. But how do you avoid that? Like... You don't. You, yeah. it, most people just remember, start a day, clock on, end a day, clock off. I do not. That's a concept I will never understand. I just love it when you put in your hours and you get questioned by your hours. Like oh. for me, I have a login portal. Oh, see, so. that's why you need a clock on, clock off. It makes it so much easier if you do it right. No, I can't do like a clock in, clock off system. I'm not doing the old school swipey. He just did the like check in, check out. Yeah, but isn't that what people do? That, that's Not anymore. It's all online, I would assume. Really? Unless you're the seven dwarves because yeah, they'll always do that. You said 72 hours is what it said when you clocked in. Yeah, but I'm not doing the swipey card. I'm like logging in on the computer and clicking clock in, clock out. Oh, so you actually have a clock on your login that says... <sighs> 
time duration. Yeah. Oh, sign of the times. Amazing. I didn't what do you think? Uh, once I finish I work, know. I then ask and my, my horse and carriage arrives and I get in there. <laughs> yes, I reckon so. And then I write to all my friends on pen and paper before I get home. It wouldn't and then su- start a fire so I can cook dinner. Nothing would surprise me with you. <laughs> Honestly, you could say anything and I would probably believe it. Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> we are asking the question, Bayside, what is in a name? Now, I don't know if you caught this story over the week, but an army of men with the same name being Josh have entered into battle to decide the rightful owner of the name. Now, this is reminiscent of scenes from Star Wars where dozens of Joshes swapped lightsabers for pool noodles and fought to the death to determine the one true Josh. Is this because of that song that came out that, what was it called? No, but that is a great song. It's called Josh. Oh, it is called Josh. Mm-hmm. I thought it had expletive in front of Josh. Yes. It has expletive no, in the song to describe mm, Josh. Mm, stop calling me Josh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, no, this actually, now that you bring that up. I don't really like that name either, to be honest. You don't Throw say that. I've there. got a sibling named Josh. Okay. Anyway, um, so this idea actually stemmed from the pandemic boredom last year, where a man, obviously named Josh, was tired of sharing the name with so many people. So he gathered many Joshes together. He hadn't met any of them in a group on a social media page, messaging them just a date, a time, and coordinates for them all to meet. And he said, if you know any other Joshes, invite them too. And that's how it started. And there were at least 100 people and they had pool noodles and they literally fought to the death until one Josh was declared the Josh. Right. Pretty amazing. And how many of those Joshes are still around? Look, no one actually died. Oh, good. Look, I mean, probably light concussion because those pool noodles can do some damage. Mm. Um, but Yeah. Do they all spell their name the same way? Look, I would assume so. I don't know if there's any other ways of spelling Josh. I don't think there is. No. Josh or Joshua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting name, that one. It's a good one. Pretty common. Mm-hmm. Josh or Joshua. Yeah. But isn't that just like, what would you do if you had a battle of the Carls? Well, it's a very other interesting name, my name, particularly given I spell it with K. Well, that's it. Would you? How many people would actually come to yours with the spelling of the? I K? don't like anybody who has named Carl with a C. It's different. It's a different personality type, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Catherine with a C. Oh, no you offense, know? but yeah. Though you don't see too many Catherines with a K. You don't. But if you do, it's R Y N spelling. R Y N. Oh no. Yeah. Or maybe I've just gotten used to you and the way yeah. you spell yours over the years. Mm-hmm. I like the way you have your name. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise. I was expecting that from you in return. Thank you. <laughs> I was just, did, you did you wait for me to react to you saying likewise? If, imagine if I just didn't say it. Then you would have left me hanging. Couldn't be the first time. But anyway. But there you have it. If your name's Josh, um, you did miss quite the fight, unfortunately. Have you ever been to a festival of your name? Ooh. That's or, a good question. Let us know. You know, in some cultures, they have actual name days. Yeah. Where they celebrate your name. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a name day for Carl. Well, there you go. Or, be the change you wish to see in the world. Well, see, because Catherine can be Katarina. You know, it could be exotic. Yeah, but it's still the same name. Carl's not exotic. Carl can be sh- a shortened version of there you Carlos. Go. Joe Exotic, move over. Well, Carl Exotic. I mean, it probably can be exotic, but like it's not, you know, it doesn't no, have a lot of. No, yours would be more like Carlos. Well, I get that. I get called yeah. that. And people often say to me, is your full name Carlos? It's like, no. I'm just I... Carl. And if you spell Carlos with a K, it looks wrong too. Yeah. You yeah, know? you wouldn't see much of that. Comes back to spelling it. And, but I just don't like a C. I think you're having a real identity crisis over this KC thing. Nah, not really. Well, maybe a little bit, actually, come to think of it. Yeah. I think if you're listening out there and you're going to have a child, spell the child's name with a K. Yeah. If, you have, if it comes down to choosing a K or a C spelling, always choose the K. Yeah, be like Chris Jenner. K only. Okay, now that you've said it that way, I'm reconsidering. <laughs> Didn't really like that example. 
<laughs> it's Carl and Catherine with K driving yes, you home. It's K and K with you on your Friday here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. I couldn't believe it when I read this. It turns out they can give you a championship for literally anything you do in your life. Like, if you wanted to be a champion of anything, what yeah. would you be? Um, Look, I mean, I just want to be a champion of everything, to be honest. Look, so do I. But it doesn't come that easy. Mm. I think sarcasm would be one that I just want to chop the tree with. Yeah, but you're not good at sarcasm. Excuse me? <laughs> Sense my sarcasm. Was that was that sarcasm? <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, that's what Jack said. I would say um, you're getting very wise, grasshopper, but you're not. Well, okay. I had a reality check the other day. Thank you. <laughs> I sort of had a moment to myself of realization that I'm turning 26 next year. Yeah. And that you're already 26. Okay. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, wow, I'm getting old. He's a champion, ladies and gentlemen, of making me feel dated. Yeah, I am actually. Wait, what has this got to do with being the champion? No, I just had a moment. I thought I'd share it on air. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the reason I bring it up is what you want to be the champion of is because I think after seeing this, you literally could create your own category for anything and just declare yourself the champion of it. There is a championship for Excel spreadsheet making. Oh. I mean, like, first of all, where has it been all my life? And second of all, I would probably finish in the bottom half like I did in all those chess tournaments back in the day. Wait, wait, wait. You've just given me a lot of material. A bit... Chess tournaments? Yeah. What? Yeah, I used to be in the chess team in high school. Have I not shared this with you before? Like I was in the choir in year eight. Chess team. I'd actually tried to get a glee, um, <laughs> glee sort of activity, extracurricular activity <laughs> involved at school at one point. I don't know why. Well, I just like said a that. glee club. Yeah. Were you going to be in it, or were you going to be the Mister Shoe who shows up in his little sweater vest? Well, and I was like, in, guys. When I came up with the idea, I was in year seven or year eight. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even end up doing any productions at school, high school. Did it yet. make you stop believing? I think the fact that I couldn't remember my lines as the wizard in year six, it didn't really stop me from exploring it in high school. Yep. But I got cast as an extra and I was just like, nah, not having it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm a main character or you don't have me. No, nah, it wasn't like that. It kind of was like that, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> I'd love to know, though, if you could be the champion of anything in the world, anything at all. It could be pushing a pram. It could be running from A to B. It could be fixing roller doors. It could be picking up doggy doo-doo. I don't know, which we lack doing at the moment. If there is a champion of it, please reveal it to Bayside and go to Bayside because they could really use your tip right now. Maybe that could be you, Bianca. No. No, thanks. Just shovel. Use a shovel. Maybe you are the champion of shovels. I don't know. <laughs> Let us be. know, Rose. Yeah, <laughs> He's just... given you many, many um, jumping points, so maybe just snowball off one of those ideas. I'd particularly like to know if you're the champion of the shovel. Um, good for you. And what kind of shovel is it? Is it a large one, a midi? Earlier in the show, we did allude to the fact that we were going to be talking about mistakes you learned the hard way. I've that learned you can... many. Yes, that you can now help others avoid. Now, this has been a trend on social media this week where a lot of people have been saying about the critical errors that they've made and looking back on it now, they're like, hmm, probably shouldn't have done that. (laughs) It's a common error. A lot of people do it, but shouldn't do it. Yeah. And this one is pretty classic. So a woman has shared her commitment to a friendship, which turns sour, where she, after 12 years of friendship, decided to get a matching tattoo with her BFF. (laughs) Which, you know, is a little bit more of a commitment than a best friend necklace. Can we, you're... can we get tattoos? Can I get K and you get K? No, because that's the thing with all these friendship things, right? Once you buy the best friend necklace, it's done. The friendship's going to crumble. And this is exactly what happened with these tattoos. Mm. But only a week later, where they got these tattoos, beautiful, big statement tattoos of their friendship. Yeah. And then this lady found out that her alleged best friend was sleeping with her husband. Oh. 
Now, if that doesn't hurt enough, <laughs> she now has a permanent <laughs> reminder on her skin of this friendship. So not only is she going through heartbreak, she's also going to have to go through laser removal to get rid of the tattoo. Or you can just amend the tattoo to make it something... Because a lot of people actually do yeah. that, you know. They get a tattoo of their beloved, and their beloved becomes their not-so-beloved, so they change it. Yeah. But it's but that's the thing. She still has to go through the tattoo process, which is quite painful. As soon as you mentioned couples and tattoos or friends and tattoos, I was thinking the other day where I'd heard a story of this actually happening. And believe it or not, one of the best couples on Married at First Sight that you were a big fan of, Bryce and <sighs> Melissa actually got matching tattoos. Did they actually? Yes. I what did, did they read get? that. I don't know what it was. It was something, but something he had on him, she got on her. Wow. But they've only been together, what, only a matter of months. So that's pretty well, That's pretty intense. It's a long time. What, a couple of months? Yeah, it beats my record. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know, I just feel like particularly in this day and age where, you know, people move on and their life changes all the time. Yeah. Are we still at a point where we need to get matching tattoos? No. I just feel like it's just too risky these days. No. We thought about it when I went overseas with the boys. Mm. Well, the crew a few years ago. Yeah. When we went on a boat, went on a boat, like a cruise ship boat, mm-hmm. not just a, oh, we're going to hire a boat, guys, and go to New Caledonia. Just down the Yarra. <laughs> just down the Yarra. No, I went on a cruise a few times. And this one time, the first time I think we all went together as a group, mm-hmm. we sort of made a pack and we were like, right, we're going to get a tattoo. And then none of us got a tattoo. Yeah, good idea. Good idea. Uh, very smart, yes. Tattoos in my household, not many. Yeah, see, I have always wanted one, but my mind just changes too much. I know I'd hate it eventually. Although Georgie has one. Doesn't like to talk about it, though. <laughs> Georgie's my sister, for those of us just joining in for the Way first time. Way to out your sister. Well, people know about it. It is out there. Some people know about it anyway. If you don't, you do now. I'm convinced, more so than ever after this week, that we have a big get-around culture in this country. Ooh. Massive get-around. Get-around us. Get-around anything that occurs that we need to get around and support or just observe and make a big deal out of. And I'll tell you why. Please do. Because we experienced something that doesn't happen very often, and that was a pink moon during (gasps) the week. I live for the pink moon. It wasn't, you know, a yellow moon. It wasn't an orangey. It was a pink. I remember last year when this happened, everyone went outside and the moon wasn't pink. So I had trust issues with the pink moon this time around. It only comes around one time of the year, and mm-hmm. that is during April. Correct. And people think, oh, it's a pink moon because of back burning or something along those lines. No, incorrect. It has a rosy color because it's named after a North American flower known as the creeping phlocks. Yeah. I was going to say phylocks, but it doesn't have a Y or an I in it. Okay. Don't, um, don't. Give feedback to the pink moon. Thank you. Oh, it's That's called, its name. No, Let no, it live. No, don't call it pink moon. Call it the creeping fox. Okay. Not the flying fox. The creeping fox. That's the no technical term for what the moon is named after. The creeping fox. Which See, is... I don't know much about the moon, but all I knew was when there was a pink moon that I had to go charge my crystals. And I ran out with all my crystals and put them out. Are the you moon still crystalling? I am. Um... I don't, to be honest with you though, I don't think I'm doing it right. I'm concerned for your welfare. Because it, it's weird. Jack's got crystals. They're not crystals. Wow. So they're rocks. What um, is that? Yeah. Um, Jack, first of all, just he's got them in a little Hessian bag. They've got to be released. Otherwise, they're not going to work. Can you please oh. get on microphone and just clarify you, to me what I just saw? Just because you've got rocks in a bag. No, he's got, got rocks in his head. Well, he does because what are you doing? You've got to have them out. Well... But I'm going to lose them otherwise. Yeah, but they're not going to do their hey, job mate, if they're trapped. They're all together. They're all together in one big thing, and I think the bag can breathe. Your what are you working of, with? What have you your got? Your sack looked full. What have you got in there? Got some. I don't know. I don't even know what they're called. They're all. I've got. I've got the descriptions on my phone, so I literally just uh, refer to those. Uh, I know it's not good, is uh, it? Yeah, bandwagoner. Yeah. Did you much. charge yours over the the pink moon? I haven't charged them since I've got them. Oh, I've had them for about a week and a half, but I haven't charged them since. <laughs> mm. Nah. Oh. oh boy. See, this is the thing, right? I am all for charging them, but then I don't know what to do with them afterwards. I don't even know what you do with them in the first place. You just put them outside under the moonlight. But that being said, though, they say, I learned this the other week, if you charge them, if you're a female and you charge them just at night, 
you're getting male energy. So you've got to make sure that you're channeling it through to, I think it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. Hang on. Sorry, what? Come yeah. again? So the moon allegedly is male energy and the sun is female energy. Oh, actually, yeah, I think so I've heard that before. if I charge my stones, right... Under the moonlight, but then don't put it through to 11 o'clock for the sunshine, then it's all out of whack. Right. Because the crystals can't do what they're meant to do, which I don't think they're really doing anyway, but I still do it. Okay. And so they're currently, yeah, I brought them in a couple of days ago and um, fingers crossed, guys. So, question without notice, and you may not be able to answer this. This is aimed at Catherine, Jack, not aimed at you. Although you feel free to chime in, seeing as you. His Have crystals a are still today. in a bag, so... You brought your sack full today. I'm curious to know, you talk about the male energy and female energy, mm-hmm. respectively, for the moon, male, sun, female. Yep. Does that mean that. that if you put your crystals out, if I'm a male and I yep. put my crystals out when the sun's out, mm-hmm. does that mean that it like sends female energy my way? That would be... As a single man? Is that what it does? Like that no, kind, no, different no, kind of energy? No, 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 no. Oh. Because regardless, with crystals, they've got <laughs> Is that charge. why you, you have them out? You know, you, some gimme, gimme, gimme a man out yeah, the midnight I kind of action. To, yeah, I, that was good from you. I was that under was the very impression good. that, um, yeah, all my crystals are just going to morph together to find my husband. I mean, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I don't here. need them. Um, I don't need Osher Ginsberg. I got the moon. <laughs> okay. And how's that worked for you so far? Yeah, look, really well. Really well. Really well? Mm. Yeah. That's why I said the rocks aren't working. I think. But, but yeah, see the pink moon. I maybe that could be it. Maybe I just had to charge my crystals under a pink moon. The rock's gone cold. Stone cold heart. As opposed to something else it could have gone. It's Carl and Catherine. What do you do with your crystals? Let us know. You're on your Friday on Southern FM. Hashtag free Jack's crystals. What was that? I cut you off, I'm sorry. Hashtag free Jack's crystals. Free his sack, yeah, that's what we're all about. Wow. I know I'm late to the party in this. Always. However, I had to get my first COVID test this week. I haven't had one. Don't plan on having one. It's an experience. So I had to get it for work purposes because I'm jumping into a different sort of work site and it's needed. I was going needed. to say, should you be here yes. if you've had one of those? No, no symptoms, purely for work. Amazing turnaround. I got my results probably within 12 hours. It's amazing how um, quick it turns around. But... What I did experience from that is obviously, first of all, the test itself, not that bad. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to emotionally prepare yourself for it, but yep. once it's there, it's good. Yeah. What I wasn't ready for was the ultimate driving test that hey. came with getting this test. Right. So I am, first of all, amazing service by everybody who's working there. It's such a well-oiled machine at this point. Mm. But I, as a, not, I'm not going to say questionable driver, but I have my moments. Wasn't prepared. <laughs> Did you have to like reverse parallel or something? Um. Okay, let me give you the setup. Because you're not good at that. So I had to do a seven-level multiplex car park. So you start on the what? bottom and you drive all the way up to the roof and then you drive all the way back down. They, where... they have that kind of setup? Yeah. So then obviously, because it's I went through the drive-through one, I should probably say that. I didn't just drive through it. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine that. Oh, round and round she goes, seven levels. We've hit it. <laughs> We've finally hit it. Yeah, that would be bad. But yeah, it's, it's quite the unique experience. But the way it worked though is, you know how with multiplex car parks, the ramp up and the ramp down are really close together? Yeah. Um. Driving was pretty insane. Plus, also, you have to turn your engine off every time you're stationary. So, if you're in the queue and you're halfway down a ramp, you better make sure your handbrake's on. Because if you turn your car off and you're on a ramp, you're still going to have a bit of momentum. You're going to move. Hmm. And so, I was probably in line for like 45 minutes. And during that time, I had to do three-point turns in like the tiniest bit where like someone would say, okay, it's your turn because there's traffic control in there as well. Yeah, And they'd be like, okay, go. And just, you have to do three-point turns straight away, like the tightest three-point turn or a UE. And I think I came out of the experience, first of all, very, very grateful to our healthcare system, but also a better driver. I got out of there, I'm like, there's not a scratch on my car. And I was worried too, because my car has this thing where like, if I turn the engine on and then turn it off, it floods the engine and then the car doesn't start. So the whole way down, seven levels, I was so panicked that I was going to... My car would just stall and then it just wouldn't work. 
Um, but we got there in the end and it was fine. But it was such an interesting experience that yeah. when, by the time I got to the test, I didn't even care. Because I was like, as long as this car's still moving and I haven't <laughs> stalled the whole thing. Because that's the thing too, because everything else is cut off. If your car was to break down, that's everyone done for at least 30 minutes until someone comes and tows you away. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like to be in that situation at it, all. It was pretty full on. Oh, would have been. But yeah, so if you're um, a learner and you really want to fast track your experience. Yeah, just go and do a COVID test. COVID test. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you just recreate that because don't waste tests, obviously. But multiplexes, no joke. I felt like I was at the airport. You yeah. know, when you're looking for a park in the airport, but then like there wasn't the fun of getting on a flight and going somewhere. It was getting a swab stuck up my nose. And um, you would be surprised how far that swab goes up your nose. What did they think when they heard a real life Pikachu? Were they surprised? No. Or- wh- okay. So this is the crazy thing, right? Most people sneeze afterwards. So when I got to the nurse to do it, I said, how are you going? And she's like, yeah, good. How are you? I'm like, yeah, good. And then she goes, oh, is this your first time having the test? And I said, yeah. I'm like, oh, and she goes, oh, well, I'll be doing much better than you then. I hate getting this done. And then she's like, you're going to sneeze a lot. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm going to deafen everybody. Like, because your window's down and like the acoustics of an empty car park. Like, yeah. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Didn't sneeze. And she looks at me and she's like, you didn't sneeze. And I was like, I know. And she goes, that's weird. So these sinuses, they only play up on radio, apparently. <laughs> because when it came to it, when I needed to sneeze, because I say that helps, didn't do it. In fact, I don't think I've sneezed since. Maybe has, she's fixed something. Has it fixed your sneeze? I think it may have. Because you have a very I, unique pixie-sounding sneeze. Because I got tested on Monday. I don't think that's a good thing. I haven't sneezed since. Can people stop wrecking people's nostrils? What? I mean, I don't know what it is, but... Sometimes when somebody touches your nose, it seems to affect it. I think the nose is one of the most sensitive things in your body, if not the most sensitive. Yeah. Well, I'm cured. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad that going to do a COVID test and driving through a multiplex has cured your sneeze ability. It actually has. That's a great outcome. You got something out yeah. of it in the end. So there you go, guys. I've officially joined the club now, and um, I hope that's the one and only time. Thank you for sharing that. I feel so much more enlightened after hearing this. I thought you would because I personally didn't know the procedures and the venue and all that sort of stuff. And so it's good to know. (laughs) Particularly if you've got a manual car, rest in peace. (laughs) Your chat before about having to get a little test for what's... A little test. What we're all trying to avoid at the moment. Mm -hmm. The COVID-19 has sort of inspired me somewhat. Oh, dear. To talk about what I'm going to talk about now. And that is that... A really obscure venue has decided to put their hand up as a place where you could get the vaccination for said virus. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know if you've heard, but a place that you usually go to get a snag on the weekends has put their hand up and said, well, why not get your vaccine and a snag at the same place at the same time? Really? And get some new furniture at the same time? And if you want some appliances or whatever else that you need, some tools, something for the backyard, well, then you can get something for the backyard, get your vaccine and get a snag and maybe a can of soft drink. Well, they do say after vaccinations, you have to hang around for 15 minutes just to make sure you're okay. It's a very productive way of doing it. And it's good to eat something afterwards. This is a very good idea. I think it actually is. They're on to a winner. Has it been approved? Well, it's just been speculated. Yeah. They put their hand up saying, we're more than happy to accommodate for this if this is what you want. Are they going to... I was going to say make a lowest prices joke, but it's free, so don't worry about it. Yeah, so I don't know whether or not it's actually a thing and it's definitely happening. That'd be amazing. But I would love to know, as a result of hearing about this, where you've gone to one place and been satisfied with what you've got because you've been able to knock off two things in one go. Ooh. Because there are a lot of places where you can do that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you might go to a place that is for like home household things and then get things that you were wanting for the backyard. Perfect example is all the discount chemists. Yeah. Go get your script filled, but also come back with like 20 new makeup products. Amazing. Okay. Doesn't really apply to me. Happens but... every time. <laughs> I like walk in and I'm like, I'm just getting this done. And then they say, oh, it's a 10 minute wait. What am I supposed to do? It's like, I'm just going to get some ointment that I've been prescribed Ooh. to get. I just need to get that. I've got to rub it in a particular place. And then I go looking and it's like, oh, okay, I probably could use some more shaving gel. Yeah, deodorant. Yeah, I might as well while I'm here make the most of it. Hair gel. I think I'm getting a bit low. Yeah, I'll I'll get some of that. Mm. Yeah. 
But the thing is, though, you, when you do that, you don't anticipate how many items you're going to be no, picking up. No, and you, you don't have a basket. And then you do that awkward thing when you oh. get to the counter where you're almost like hurling it onto the That's counter. That's literally me every time I go to the pharmacy. And then they say, do you want a bag? I'm like, mm, yeah. I can't take this out to the car. <laughs> but a lot of the time when I go, I have my backpack with me. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so I... Just load it up. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Why ask for a bag or get given a bag when you have your own backpack? Yeah. I remember recently, actually, I went to discount pharmacist and I got what I needed, plus about 10 other items. Mm. And I was standing in the queue, right? And I had everything in my hands, but I was so close to dropping everything. Like, you know when you know, like yeah. a lip gloss had fallen through my fingers and it was about to fall and yep. everything was going to go. Yep. And there were two people in front of me and someone's phone went off. Oh, no. But on speaker. Oh. And they had a full-fledged fight in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, this is fascinating. I'd love to hear more please. as to why, you know, you're not at the gate at this time. Please, and, you know, no. You know, please don't punch anyone, but that's what it was being alleged. Oh. But everything was about to fall, and I'd learnt from now. So now I'm like, I can only hold six items. I can't do ten. Remember that, because if someone has a fight again, it'll be bad. I don't know how many I was juggling last time I was there, but I had, I reckon, 12 items. Yeah, but they make it too easy. And you try and hold it, though, and you're like, you literally are about yeah. to drop something. Oh, 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 but oh. you look, it's, it's like... You look at someone who's in the same situation as like, are you holding too much or are you about to pee? Like, because you do that same <laughs> awkward, like, juggling thing. And then, you know. Oh, it's the worst. You don't know whether or not you need to wear a mask or you don't need to wear oh a mask. Oh, my gosh, I know. And it's just like you, you go in and you sort of have it on, but then you start carrying more and more things and you're like, oh, I can't breathe. Uh, you're going to take it off. It's too much. It's too much. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'd love to know. The places you've gone to get one thing and you've ended up... I mean, a lot of people end up doing it anyway. Yeah. Where you've gone, though. It might have been a real obscure place. Like, you might have gone to the bottle shop for a couple of nice refreshments and ended up buying chips and nuts as well. I've always wondered about people who do that. Or go in and they get gum. Or lemonade. Or, yeah. like, you know, mineral water. Or something that's non-alcoholic in an alcoholic shop. Like... You do it. You do you. People do it, and there's no right or wrong at the end of the day. It's you doing you. And if you're happy doing you, then that's good. You know what really gets this team together on a Friday? What? Caffeine. We well, cannot function without coffee. It's helpful. It's very helpful, particularly on a Monday morning, because if we don't have one, the show isn't really moving. Yeah, you know? but I'm always a mood on Monday, like a good mood. Yeah. Good vibe. See, I'm not. I have to have a coffee. But I thought I was bad in my reliance on coffee because I used to have to drink four cups a day. I've capped it to about two or three four? now. Four? I used to have to have four. Like you, when I was in peak crazy uh, stuff. So, what? Come again? Yeah. When I was in like uni, so I was a full-time uni student, had like 50,000 jobs. No. It was crazy. Now no, I'm at no, about no. two or three a day. That's still bad. I know. But I thought I was bad until I watched Big Brother this week and I heard this. Oh, don't tell me. What's going to come this out of this? I used to drink 14 cups of coffee per day. That's Carlos. He used to drink, as he just said, 14 cups of coffee per day. He is going into the Big Brother house with no coffee. Well, they do have coffee, though. No, they've got to work for it. They do the shopping order, and if coffee's not on there, not happening. Okay. 14 cups. Right. 14 cups. Yes, that's not great. How is he still alive? That's exactly it, right? And so he is cut down, but he's cut down, I think, from what I've heard, is like still 10 cups a day. You know, it's actually funny you should raise this because I was going to talk about the other day, if you have more than four energy drinks a day, oh, that's... because the caffeine and all the other crap that's in them is not good for you. If you have four of them a day, after two years, you will be dead. Energy drinks are not my speed. I'll just drink coffee. I can't with them. Like, have the odd one, sure, but do not make a habit of having no. more than one a day. Mm-hmm. And it even says when you read the captions on the <laughs> on them, no more than one, please. Yeah. Otherwise, you might be in dire straits. That's exactly it. But the thing is, though, too, like with Carlos, going into the Big Brother house, I know with me when I was cutting down on my caffeine intake, I was getting the craziest headaches ever. Mm. Imagine going cold turkey. I went one day without coffee last week. Mm-hmm. I got home and I had 
a very throbbing head. It was yeah, not good. Exactly. And that's only from what? How many cups do you drink a day? Only generally one. Yeah, exactly. Right? One or two. Two max. So imagine coming off 14 to nothing and being on national television. That's nuts. That How is... can he seem happy? Surely that's... He's taken the mickey though. Surely he doesn't... Like, it was over-exaggerated. Ration. No, he definitely, his whole, but that's the, the sad thing about Carlos, right? So I'm really enjoying this new season of Big Brother. I haven't but watched it. they have made his whole, like, personality just coffee. <laughs> so his selling point is the coffee addict. And it just pretty much Big Brother asked him about how many cups of coffee. And when they are, Big Brother asked, what do you want for the house? He said an espresso machine. So Big Brother blew it up. Like What, he, actually made a, got an espresso machine for him? Yep, and said, nah. So they did or they didn't get him one? They had one. They had everyone's favorite things and then they got rid of them all because <laughs> Big Brother's mean. Wow. I would have cried. If I knew there was coffee anywhere and I couldn't have it, mm-mm. And this is why you don't go on reality TV, folks. Yeah. But imagine him, like, first thing in the morning, he'd be smiling through it, being like, mm, don't talk to me, anyone. Yeah, but you know what it's like, right? When you go from having something every day to not having mm-hmm. it available, you just, you're a sinking ship. Yeah. It's, it doesn't end well. Nope. I mean, eventually it's a phase and it passes in some instances, but in other instances it's like, yeah, good luck to you. Yeah. Now, I have another grab here. Was there another bit of Carlos we wanted to play? Let's do it. Okay. Coffee, give me that spoke. I'm an amazing person, wonderful. You know, it's, it's part sometimes is uh, too much for you, but I don't care. That's a good way to end. Good on you, Carlos. We wish you the best in the house. I wasn't sure if I was just listening to this Carlos character from a reality TV show or if I just heard Rafael Nadal speaking. That's a compliment for Carlos. That's what he sounded like. I can't tell the difference. I'm interested to see whether he he slows down talking from not having as much caffeine. Uh, Good luck with that. I would say probably not. I read a story. I like to read stories during the week. I'm a very newsy kind of person without wanting to be a newsy kind of person. And this one actually kind of struck my interest because, and I've got to be careful the way I put this because this is a very, it, it has blown up though, but in, a, in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. A mother has said, you're not allowed to touch my child unless the child gives you the okay to do so. Yep. Otherwise known as consensually agreeing to you mm-hmm. for you to touch the child. Yep. Now, you know, everybody has their own parenting skills and there's no right or wrong. I mean, there are obvious wrongs, but everybody has their own twist when it comes mm-hmm. to parenting. And I don't know. I just, what do you make of it? Did you hear about that story? I did hear about that story. And I think personally, I think, it's not a bad thing mm. because when you think about it now, like there's so many issues in this society about consent and, you know, people yeah, oh, yeah. finding the blurred lines. And the fact is if you're raising your child to sort of, like I found with my teaching, with dance teaching, yeah. that was just the rule. You know what I mean? And that was a, a lot of that was, you know, teaching kids how to point their toes and that sort of thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, kids have to feel comfortable, you know. You don't want to be putting them into awkward situations. Yeah. The the only thing that I was questioning is how early is too early when it comes to teaching certain things. Like, this is a very young child. Yeah. Probably if you said the word consent in front of the child, they would not understand it. Oh, no. So, and I'm saying I'm all for consensual things. Mm-hmm. That's 100% should be yeah. priority. But I, 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 I couldn't help but think to myself, maybe it's a little young. Maybe, you know, to have... Yeah, but then the thing is, though, they don't get it for that reason. You know what I mean? Like, I think the days of getting your kid to, like, kiss somebody they don't know. Yeah. Like, being like, you know, go give such and such a hug. They're done. Yeah. I'm all for parents saying to their kids, you can decide who touches you, or, like, as far as greeting-wise, yeah. hugs and, and kissing. If you don't want that, you can tell them. I'm all for that. Because I don't know about you, but I had... We've, I'm sure you found yourself in numerous scenarios as a child where you're just like, you know what? I don't want your love and affection right now. Yeah. It's like, go away. No thanks. 
Thanks, but no thanks, you know. Thank you, next. And even today, sometimes you probably every now and then find yourself in a situation where somebody will go up and hug you and you kind of mutually do it, but you kind of... But you do that awkward, like you're not even touching them. It's yeah. Like the, yeah. You know those awkward greetings when you go up to somebody oh. and you're kind of just like, oh, hey, how are you? And you're meeting them for the first time. It's like, do you shake hands? Yeah. You know, it's kind Particularly of... Particularly in COVID, there's nothing more awkward than looking someone in the well, eye and elbowing them. Yeah. Like... No. How are you? Bang. I know certain people, yeah, they like look at you and they're like, elbow? And I'm like, nah. (laughs) No, I I think particularly in this current climate, I think there's going to be more discussion around this sort of stuff and there's going to be different ways of parenting. Obviously, we're in no position to talk because we aren't parents. Well, we kind of are for an extra person in our team (laughs) every now and then in some respect. Somebody has to be an adult. Occasionally, <laughs> somebody's maturity levels don't exactly reach the marks occasionally. We love our radio, son. However, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting and I think it's going to be one of those topics that there's going to be a lot of dialogue for a lot of time over. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see how it goes, if it escalates or not, though, reaction-wise with that. Anyway, let us know. 404 How early is too early? I suppose it's a question I'm asking when it comes to these things to education wise because well, you know, more like what are the tools more yeah what are the steps like not that it's too early but yeah how would you go about it like I don't know about you but I don't really think that in any way I'm just I'm gonna, I'm not going to go down that path but what I, essentially what I was going to do is start talking about my education and. I don't think it's worth bringing it up. Look, we've already heard today <laughs> that you wanted to start a glee club. You're in chess club. I think that's enough, to mm. be honest. That quickly changed in my life. I <laughs> changed my opinions. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's Carl Catherine here for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. Head and heart for your Friday. We're out of here. We are. Have a great weekend, everyone. Happy weekend. We'll see you on uh, Monday. Ooh, I, I forgot we were doing that. Yes, Monday, 7 o'clock, put it, your alarm set. That was England. Um, bright good work, nearly. me. Yes, well done. You are very bright. I think I'm ready to start my weekend. Take care. Have a nice weekend. Enjoy this wonderful weather because it's probably going to be the last of it. Okay. Okay, Debbie Downer. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.